0: everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute.
1: The podcast We analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time.
0: I'm your co-host, Erin.
1: I'm your co-host, James.
0: And this is Minute 46, which begins with the girl who stepped in gum walking mm-hmm. away uh, with the letter stuck to her shoe, which is mm-hmm. just how Minute 45 ended. And yeah. I have it going through Kenny asking Denise, what about you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, a
0: lot happens in this minute. Yes. But not a lot happens in this minute, if that makes sense.
1: I agree. I wrote a brief synopsis full of keywords, like you'd put into mm-hmm. AOL, of the letter's sure. journey. Um, yep,
0: same. I wrote gumshoe. <laughs> okay. Keg roll. Uh-huh.
1: Slapshot. Okay. Homeboy phonograph DJ scratching, sure, and snack mix parentheses gross.
0: Okay, I have shoe to keg to hockey guys to homeboy spinning to checks mix ew. So yeah. yours yours would have gotten much better search results.
1: But I think but I think we basically put the same things in.
0: It's yeah. just you know,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I almost looked up the phonograph and like talked about the gramophone and all that, but I was like, it's not. It's not worth it. They are singing some iteration of um, uh, Beck's uh, Where It's At, because they're like, two turntables and a microphone, but also Beck probably ripped off an older rap song that they were more likely singing, but... Probably. Um, yeah. Not ripped off, but... Sampled? Tri- uh, um,
0: borrowed uh, from?
1: Borrowed from, or paid tribute to. That's that's more like sure. what Beck does. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um,
1: yeah. can we talk a bit about this journey and what it does yeah. to the letter? And what it doesn't yes. do to the letter?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Let's.
1: Did it seem to you that the letter was, in fact, cleaner when it got to the snack mix than when it was on the ground from the trash?
0: You know, it sure did. <laughs> also, the journey that this letter goes on is like a Disney movie. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of, like, and I realize this isn't a Disney movie, but it reminds me of, like, The Brave Little Toaster. Uh-huh. Or... Homeward Bound, which I believe is a Disney movie. Like I it's, it's just is, yes. it's it's the story of a letter that mm-hmm. has been cast aside and yeah. eventually makes its way through ups and downs and overs and unders and arounds yeah. and arounds mm-hmm. into a bowl of Chex mix right in front of the person it was always meant for.
1: Yeah. It, it does, it feels like, it feels like that if you want to personify it and have a young Jonathan Taylor Thomas do the voice acting for it. mm mm-hmm. Yep. It also kind of feels like that kind of like too convenient to possibly be believable, like Rube Goldberg machine sort of deal. Yes. Like, I know that's literally what it is, but it feels like, it feels of a, of a kind with a common movie trope, which is like, and then it knocked over the thing, which just so happened to be something, something. It's basically mousetrap, but party style. Like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, so the girl walks into the party and only then does she realize that she has a full ass letter stuck to the bottom of her shoe. (laughs) It's not like a note card or a post-it note. It's like a full, like you would go to the store and buy a box of letters that you would put like a yeah. full sheet of like eight and a half by 11 paper in it's like a full yeah. envelope so yeah. she pulls it off her shoe says ew and throws it on the floor yeah and then a guy rolls a keg into the room and rolls it directly over the letter and it sticks to the, the letter sticks to the keg
1: which means presumably there's still gum
0: on the letter right for a couple of turns right before it falls off the keg Yes. Right? It just falls off on its
1: own. It just yeah, it sort of gets yeah. Yeah.
0: And then some guy, I guess reenacting a hockey moment. Uh-huh. Like slap shots it across the room. Yeah. And it lands on the phonograph that Kenny's homeboys are pretending is a mixing table
1: and are in fact ruining both I think the phonograph and the record.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, that is in fact true. And as they're doing that, they managed to spin it off of the phonograph across... Th- it looked like it flew across the house. Not just, like, a few feet away into another part of the room, but almost like like in my house, I'm in my office. It's like if the thing had flown across the foyer into the dining room. And, and it lands perfectly in a pristine-looking bowl of Chex Mix. How a full glass bowl of Chex Mix has not been consumed, spilled, and or broken right. at this particular party... Is beyond me. Maybe it's in the fancy room.
1: The, yeah, if if it, if this had been a movie made in like 1964 or something, you would have seen the like string, yes. pulling the letter across the room and like, da, 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 like it. Yep. Actually, you know what reminds me of It's Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. It feels very Mary Poppins-y, like it just, and their letter just so happened to get blown up into the cloud where she was sitting at that very moment, consuming the very same Pop-Tart that they, in London, were eating at the time.
0: Yep. Like. Exactly. Can't hardly
1: wait for Mary Poppins. Um. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It almost could have been animated, Mary Poppins Mm -hmm. style, into this live action movie because it was so cartoonish. Yeah. The, the journey that this letter went on. But you're absolutely right. It should have been filthy by the time it landed in that bowl, but it looked cleaner than before. So.
1: <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> like, I, like, I start to be able to justify it because I'm a fool and I waste my time uh-huh. on dumb things. Hey, welcome to our podcast. So. Um, <laughs> I start to be like, okay, so maybe the, 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 the keg pressed it in a way that like, and then I'm like James, stop it, just stop. <laughs> like, it, yeah. It, I start to like picture like, okay, so the the um the gum uh was rolled and it sort of pulled off all the dirt and then the keg pressed it down and the slap shot like knocked the gum off, which landed on the the turntable and the spinning motion was kind of like a spin cycle on a dryer, and it's just like. <laughs> That's unnecessary, James. Completely unnecessary.
0: (laughs) It should have at least had some dirty gum and a shoe print on it. I agree. But it didn't. Yeah. I think,
1: don't you think that, I feel like, I'm going to say the thing and not just assume that you're going to agree with me, Um, although it's an excellent idea, so maybe you will. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like there should have been a final step where this gross envelope that has made its way into this bowl of food for human consumption.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Someone's like, "Oh, gross!" and like, like flicks it, and it lands in her lap. Because why yes. not just land in her lap? Like,
0: yes, <laughs> that is what should have happened. Because instead, it lands in this bowl of chex mix that is on the coffee table in front of the sofa that Amanda is sitting on.
1: If we're gonna, if we're gonna go seven eighths of the way there, let's just go the full, yes. the full nine yards. He said, mixing his metaphors uh-huh. and fractions.
0: We don't get to see if Amanda notices the letter that has just landed in front of her.
1: <laughs> I said, and now it's in front of Amanda. But will she see it? Question mark, question mark, forward slash. Because I guess I was... Uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Amanda looks so bored.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Why is she still at this party?
1: I don't know. But I do want to place a pin right here uh-huh. in Amanda looking so bored. Because on like Thursday, I have a question to ask about just what her thing is or what the storytelling technique of this movie is or something. We're going to need to solve a mystery for me later in the week. Good.
0: Same. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because I believe that I have why is Amanda still at this party written down in multiple minutes? So yeah.
1: (laughs) Does she think... Yeah, does she think that she has to be there for some reason? I don't know. Is there an obligation?
0: No one's even acknowledging that she's there. She has put in her appearance. Everyone saw her walk in, so everyone knows that she showed up, so it's not like she's hiding from Mike. No one's talking to her. Her her creepy-ass cousin tried to make out with her.
1: Yeah, why doesn't she leave right then? Does she not have a ride?
0: No, she showed up on her own. She showed up on her own, so I would assume that she has a ride and that it's, you know, her Right, right.
1: she is. (laughs) Hey, ladies,
0: be your own ride. Be your own ride. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title. Um, Episode title. (laughs) Yeah, but we're going to leave Amanda on the sofa looking bored. Uh And we're going to head upstairs to the bathroom Mm -hmm. where Kenny is banging his head against the wall.
1: I wrote, Kenny is defeated.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yeah, he's not, like, banging his head. He's just, like, he's leaning against the wall and just methodically tapping his head on the wall. Like, he has reached the point where everything is terrible. There's nothing to do. But he's not quite able to just sit still.
1: Right. So, yeah.
0: And Denise asks him, does that feel good? (laughs) And,
1: And, oh. then comes one of the most magical moments of the entire movie, for me, at uh-huh. least. Uh, but I don't know what the line is, and I really need you to, if you have the transcript up, I really need you to, to read me what he says, because I, yeah. What's funny is, I can't even paraphrase a Kenny Fisher line, because to paraphrase would be, to make a horrible caricature, a gross stereotype Of what he's going for. Whereas he, what he says is always perfect and non-offensive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Denise says, does that feel good? And Kenny goes, damn woman, why you got to be such a raging bitch? (laughs) To which she responds, oh, please listen to you. Look, there's a mirror right there. Why don't you take a look? Okay. You're white. (laughs) Which is one of my favorite Denise lines. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's great. It's an audience surrogate line. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, th- I mean, Denise calls Kenny on his appropriation. Like. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, again, and we talked about this when we talked about Kenny at first, like, there's nothing, no shade being thrown at black culture. Correct. Or black vernacular or anything. It's just that he's white. Yeah. Why is he talking like this?
0: Yeah, it's the white appropriation of it that is. Yeah being made fun of in this movie because kenny's response is what's that supposed to mean i don't always talk like that with like
1: i I wrote the change in his entire vibe like it it's like oh my god i'm so sorry i just thought of the nerdiest comparison okay Uh so in chemistry God, (laughs) why is my brain like this so there's a thing called titration, which is where you slowly add something into into another liquid, and you usually it changes color from red from pink to blue, or from pink to clear, or from whatever. Okay. Usually, pink is involved, but sometimes you can go. It can go from like cloudy to clear. Okay. And that is what happens with hit with this with this vibe. It's like all of a sudden, yes. Like, suddenly, it's like it's just clear. Not that like whatever, but like you're like oh, wow, a mask has dropped away. Yes. And it's like, oh, wow. So it's and you see sort of like this is one of Denise's powers is that she can diffuse Special K and turn him back into Kenny Fisher.
0: Yeah, he goes from being Special K to being Seth Green. Like, like it just and it's not even just the way he's talking, like his entire like the way he's sitting, just everything changes I mean you you literally masterful. as you said you see the mask just like melt off of him. It's yeah. I mean it, it it honestly it's a very masterful moment of acting for Seth Green.
1: Absolutely. But you know, turnabouts fair play, which I think I'm using right. Um he's like, "Okay, well, what about you?" Like and I guess we'll see what him expound upon that next minute, but like Yeah. He He's basically saying, you are doing something similar, which I'm interested to see what he means because right. she's not doing some things similarly at all. Right. So let's, let's, let's see what he means.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, yeah. Her response Sorry. when he says, I don't always talk like that. She goes, oh, I guess you're okay then. <laughs> which is just, you know, I love these two so much. Yeah. Like I love... Yeah the way Lauren Ambrose plays Denise, but I have Mm -hmm. to imagine that the casting of her in this role was based on screen tests with Seth Green as Kenny.
1: Absolutely. Had to be.
0: Because he's the one that she interacts with the most. The only other person she really interacts with is Preston. And honestly, her interactions with him, she could play just because Preston is kind of nothing. She could play off of anybody in that role
1: yeah he's nothing and also he treats her like nothing yeah like he he doesn't he doesn't appreciate her at all. yeah like we see Kenny see her and we're gonna see we're gonna get some backstory here this week but we see Kenny looking at her as a person and not just a you know a thing that is sometimes in his car.
0: yeah. I don't have anything else for this minute. Should we do some social media?
1: Yes, let's do some social media okay. We are on Twitter as a podcast at JE underscore Minute Movies. We are also individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James.
0: And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron.
1: We're part of the Scavengers Network, and we are always very happy and excited that they not only tolerate us, but also seem to um, not mind us, which is cool. (laughs) and uh, they can be found on twitter at scavengers net and you can also go to their web go to the website our website their website everyone's website not yours unless you're on the yeah. scavengers network which is at scavengersnetwork.com yeah um and you can go there you can see uh, great pictures of us good pictures of us and uh, visit the merch store see a list of all the podcasts we're involved in it's a it's a robust website so it
0: is we have our own page on it now
1: We do have our own page
0: on it now because I feel a little like smugly special about the fact that we now produce so much content that they just gave us our own page to put all of our movie minute stuff in this in one spot. It feels half like we got
1: an office space and half like Mm -hmm. they put they found a playroom for us and then locked the door behind them, which is fair. Fair point. I mean, why not
0: both? (laughs) I mean, oh yeah, your your office is over here. It's the playroom. Sorry, the door only works one direction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, shh, 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 we're playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Get out of our office. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Scavengers Network is great, and you should follow them on Twitter and visit our website. Yeah. But I think that's gonna do it. This this week is just chock full of stuff. Only it's not. Uh, In today's episode, but nevertheless, we are nearly (laughs) at 20 minutes. So I guess maybe there was some stuff to discuss. But you know, that's isn't that just the always the way where conversation just gets away from you? Mm -hmm. Time flies. And as we have established, time is honeys. Go
0: hot hot dogs. The Scavengers Network, creator driven, community focused,
1: treasured content.